You're listening to a 95BFM podcast. Ko te waia tēnei maharonga BFM. You're listening to Friday Wire for Arameri, the 11th of September 2020. And now it is time for the week that was. It is indeed. So let's start off with politics. Our two major parties have announced several policies that will be put into action if elected. Labour has committed to making Matariki a public holiday, and they've also introduced a new wealth tax for high earners, while the National Party is pledging to crack down on meth and create a new bank for infrastructure projects. Now, as for the Matariki, that will be come into effect from 2022 onwards, and it's likely it's going to fall on a Friday or a Monday within Matariki, rather than just a specific date. Right, so that will become our 11th public holiday, I believe, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. We don't have many. I was no. just looking at the list. India's got 21. Fascinating. That's quite a lot of days off. They are a slightly larger country than us. Slightly, yeah. With but, I mean, yes, uh, that's caught a lot of headlines, this one. It um, has. A lot of people, some people have been, yeah, you, you, we get it, but like the timing, I'm like, why would the timing not be right for it? It's yeah. before an election. Yeah, that, it, yeah, it yeah. seems peculiar, one, that it's caught it uh, such headlines uh, with the kind of such a small discussion, perhaps, mm. uh, of some bigger discussion is the wealth tax, uh, discovering... Uh, new thresholds. Yes, so a new threshold. Defining which, rather, sorry. Exactly. So uh, if you earn over 180000 a new threshold will be introduced at 39% tax. Um, and that is, if you are earning over 180000 you're in the lucky top 2% of the country. So well done you. Um, but that extra 3% uh, or sorry, 6% tax will generate $550 million for the economy. So quite substantial. Yes, perhaps quite well needed and slightly overdue, if I am to say my, so myself. Uh, turning to the opposition's promises uh, this week, uh, and they're looking at a new kind of approach to meth, uh, as far as they've tried a few so far, and this seems to be perhaps the most liberal one uh, mm. in a social rehabilitation program. A, a new a new uh, format for them, but recycled from the United States. Um, it's a twenty week twenty week program. Sorry, and it costs about eight million dollars a year. It's going to be called the uh, Matri- Matrix Methamphetamine Treatment Pilot Program. Um, but what it includes is that every DHB is going to have a bed set up for an inpatient detoxing. Uh, they're also going to increase funding for Border Patrol to stop meth at the border, uh, and they're going to uh, have a big push on limiting meth's use in prisons as well. Interesting. Uh, could be a another push to uh, secure votes within uh, rural New Zealand. Yeah, absolutely. Large draw cards there. Uh, it's seen as a huge problem, especially in towns such as Naroa here, where it's taken into community control. Um, there are other promises this week. The new bank. Yeah, the new bank. Uh, so this is going to be uh, put in place. Uh, that's The idea is to have more robust proposals, and National Party leader Judith Collins says it will lift the quality of government spending. Indeed, which mm. seems to be something uh, that their ads have been telling us that they will be doing, yep. spending and building, uh, as opposed to taxing and taxing seems to be the only Absolutely. alternative that they have suggested yeah. from Labour. Uh, moving on to the Green Party. Yes, the Green Party is prepared to forego a coalition or confidence and supply arrangement if talks don't go their way in the next government. So Greens are sort of putting their foot down. They don't you know, want to just I don't know, jump on board someone just because they're going to be in Parliament. And James Shaw actually came out and said that they will definitely not allow National to be in power. So if National's on the edge of maybe getting into uh, Parliament, then Greens say, no, we won't be joining them. 
Indeed. Uh, and two quick announcements uh, to wrap up the national section today. Uh, Keep New Zealand Beautiful has sadly not received government funding this year. However, they are still operating uh, on a volunteer basis. Uh, and Watercare has been granted consent uh, to access an additional 100 million litres of water a day from the Waikato River. Uh, Auckland, just for context, uh, already takes 175 million litres a day from the Waikato, and so this will be an extra, which will take it up to 275 million litres a day. Uh, and a update on your water storage levels, because uh, that's front of mind for a lot of people, currently at 67.5%, down 22 uh, for this time of year uh, so another as you I'm sure you know dry spring and summer ahead moving on to international news um, speaking of dry Very, yeah. conditions have sparked fire this uh, week yeah it seems to be the week of fires if not the year of fires uh, dating back to Australia's terrible wildfires but the west coast of the United States continues to battle wildfires a fire at a refugee camp in Lesbos led to thousands having to flee and in Beirut a fire has broken out in a warehouse at the port that was storing aid uh, just one month after the devastating explosion uh, and also, if you Google, if you're wondering about the uh, fires in the Western United States, you can actually go on to fire.ca.gov and they actually have a wildfire map so you can actually see the extent and how many fires there are. I think this year they have had 7,694 fires. Yes, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, there's a total of just over 3 million acres uh, has been uh, destroyed or devastated by said fires. Uh, not too much of a human cost as of yet from what we've seen in America. However, uh, slightly more of a human cost in Lesbos uh, at the refugee camp. Yeah, so um, Lesbos uh, at the um, Moria camp there, they've got 12,000 refugees and that's actually four times its capacity. Um, but they've had several fire um, outbreaks and yeah, it's been in the news quite a bit because it's not implementing social distancing or basic hygiene measures. Um, but the Greek government is likely to place Lesbos in a state of emergency to mobilise asylum seekers and prevent further spread of coronavirus. So they have to deal with that and fires. So not a very pleasant time over there and also not pleasant in Beirut. Um, and that fire in the port was started by cooking oil, catching fire and then um, setting alight tyres. So it's been thick uh, black billowing smoke which has actually frightened a lot of uh, the locals there in Beirut and a lot of people have fled the city because they're fearing another explosion um, so a lot of people with shock still there unfortunately. And moving on to uh, perhaps what you could also label as some political mismanagement, uh, Belarus, uh, there's been a second uh, of the opposition members, our opposition council in Belarus has been arrested or taken away uh, by unidentified men in masks. Uh, this comes after the election in Belarus elected uh, the president and prime minister for a 24th year. Yeah. Um, and authorities also tried unsuccessfully to enter the home of Nobel Prize winning writer Svetlana Aleksevich uh, because she is actually the only remaining member of the opposition's council leadership who isn't in prison or exile. So pretty yep. scary to be in opposition uh, over in Belarus. Yes, a large consolidation of power. Uh, so that's uh, slightly scary from a political uh, position, uh, especially as ties with uh, similar acting states uh, continue uh, so it doesn't look likely to be a trend that is disappearing 
And our final international story for today, we move to Sudan. Yes, Sudan has announced a three-month state of emergency following its worst flooding in over a century. Um, over 100 people have unfortunately died, uh, and there's actually some drone footage to show the extent of the flooding, which was caused by heavy seasonal rain in Ethiopia, uh, and it caused the Nile to rise to its highest level in 100 years Also, so. Uh, Sudan's Security and Defence Council has actually designated the country as a natural disaster zone. Um, the UN is doing what it can to help, um, but it is calling for international community uh, to get involved due to depleting stocks. Yes, and this uh, comes on top of a series of other crises already uh, present uh, within Sudan uh, and throughout the major cities, uh, the Twin Cities, uh, both the capital of Khartoum and Omdurman. Uh, and so, yeah, as you noted, huge costs already, uh, 500,000 displaced already, uh, and it doesn't look uh, to be going anywhere as uh, aid is kind of uh, at a little bit of a standstill at the moment within the region. It's been a it's been a year of needing aid, really, hasn't it? It's it has indeed, uh, and that there was the week that was. That was. That's your news. That was a ninety-five BFM podcast. To hear more, head to ninety-five BFM dot com slash bcasts.